Live from the Shangri-La of South County. Coming to you from Rustin Tustin. It's official. My audio interface died. So I'm using my hardware backup to pipe the audio in. Yeah, I can't that's, tell any difference. That's good. I actually... Sh I should be checking the levels right now. Maybe... Maybe we'll leave this in. Maybe we won't. How's your week been? Uh, it's been all right. I, uh, well, today was sort of good. Got a chiropractic adjustment. Uh, I'm icing my back up as we speak. Uh, I got a lot of stuff done today. Partially because I've been taking uh, one of the Seedman's products. Some of that Alex Jones shit. Yeah. Brain force. It's pretty good. It It's hard to describe. It just makes you feel more motivated. I don't think it's a placebo either. Because I do get some... You get some like tingling in like your legs and stuff like that. Um, what? Yeah. Like if you're sitting for a long terrible. time. sounds terrible. No, it's it's like... It's, it's, a ple it's a pleasant feeling. It's I reminiscent almost of like... In the water that turned the freaking frog gay! <laughs> <laughs> It's like a pleasant feeling. It, it kind of feels like, I don't know if you've ever taken painkillers before, like opiates. Like, they make your legs kind of feel loose a little bit. So you got loose legs. Makes It's a, it's a calming, relaxing feeling with focus. But I've been taking the, the full dose with two pills, so... Do you wake up five hours later and not remember anything? No. <laughs> Do you understand that I've been actually listening to his live broadcasts. Why? Because some of the other people that he has on are good. Like they, it's actual, it's it's actual news. It's they have they cite all their sources. Um, they have printouts of every story that they go over. Uh. And they, they're they just a counter to the, the, the narrative and the media. No agenda is great, but... It's an excellent product. Yeah. No, it, it's... I think they get a little... No agenda is superior, but I think that because of their format they kind of go they stray off a little bit and like they talk about like john will talk about like trains and shit like that you know it's like if i if i just want to get the news you know with little interjections of alex jones's uh performance acting work then infowars is pretty good it's surprisingly good if you watch it sounds like the same thing then it's not. No agenda is more they no agenda why I still think it's better is because they really dive deep and then they kind of create their own conclusions based on the research that they've done, particularly Adam. Whereas with InfoWars, they have sources that they get information from. And then they you know, if it's an independent source, then they don't read it off. But if it's like from a, another publication or something like that. They read it off. They read the article, and then they talk about what they think is its 
you know, like what, what the inter their interpretation of it is versus what the mainstream media's interpretation is, which is always different. So, um, I like Roger Stone too. Roger Stone's think? like Roger Stone's like a full timer on there, and uh, I guess he's like going to start operating the New York wing of Infowars. And uh, yeah, he's what pretty about, good. Um, I like his words that he uses for to describe people. Caveman bone broth. Caveman bone broth. Who's Wait, that? You haven't seen the ads for caveman bone broth? No. And we're not getting what InfoWars you product? always thought was key. The bone broth. The bone broth. The, the bone broth. I'm just playing place playing videos. Because he likes to make fun of Alex Jones. Caveman true paleo bone broth formula. The video of him of him drinking it, he's like gagging. You can tell he hates drinking it. it. Alex Jones. Oh yeah. But he's Some a professional. The- he just powers through it. Some of their products are disgusting. I've heard the uh, X2. <laughs> that Their products, like they have their own memes about their products. Like if you go on the live streams of Infowars on YouTube, people just, there's memes that they, use, that they have and they share about the Infowars products. Like giving, uh, giving like a 12 year old super alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then what's the other one? Uh, Superman or Super Male Vitality? That's it. Male Vitality X (laughs) two, X two. Yeah. And the comments are, um, he's like update one, update two. Getting the acute sense that Bill Bill Clinton's a rapist. (laughs) Yeah, it's like my third eye is awakening. I'm I'm I feel clarity as my third eye begins to open. We have been indentured, yada yada. It's all clear now. The lies are exposed before me. The machinations, what begin? Machinations of the globalists. Yeah, begin to bleed through the mosaic of reality, revealing their desperation. And then he ends with Bill Clinton is a rapist. Uh, Update seven: Bill Clinton's a rapist. They actually sell that shirt on the Infowars store of his face, and it says "rapist" underneath it, like the Obama. <laughs> no way! You know, like the Obama Hope portrait. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it, it's it's Bill Clinton's face with like that Hope picture, and then and then underneath it, it says "rape." <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the thing you were saying uh, before we started to record? Oh, how Obama was working with um, Hezbollah to they were facilitating sale of cocaine uh to um it was either to launder money going to hezbollah or it was and then it had some ties into fast and furious too and they were getting guns to them that way also here's the article channel nate it's pretty cool it's like apocalypse now with uh obama's face I'm working on one screen. My performance is way better, but I'm having trouble finding your links when you send them in because I have like 400 windows layered on top. Okay, I found it. This is a cool looking website. Whatever the art is here. 
What is this art yeah. style? Uh, it's noir something, but it reminds me of Apocalypse Now, like the album cover or the art, the movie cover, the poster. Pretty fancy article. All the content renders and downloads as you scroll. Interesting. They had a big budget for this one page. It's interesting. It's a mainstream publication, too. Project Cassandra? What is this? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that was the name of the project? I don't know. We'll have to look into this. So what happened since the last show? I ordered my iMac. Oh, yeah. iMac you get Pro. After the first? Yeah, it won't ship to like the sixth or something. I thought I'd get it before Christmas or just sometime right after. That'd be a nice Christmas gift to work with. I think um, it's going to be so nice. And it better be for the cost. Yeah, I got sick and tired of fucking around trying to get my display wall working. I wanted to get new screens. And I was trying to figure out what I could get that was ultra wide. And then I didn't really want to consider that because it wasn't high DPI or retina. Because my existing screens are like 14 years old. And so screens last a really long time. So they're worth every penny. But if it's not high DPI, there's just no point in moving to it for me because I'm not going to want uh, like a normal low DPI screen when every display you have is all high DPI. The high DPI thing, though, uh, you're it's four times the resolution. I know, but you're what are you doing? It's immediately that- obvious how good it looks. Honestly, I can't tell the difference between between my a retina, display. <laughs> between a retina screen and a normal screen. Between a retina, like my MacBook's display and the display that's on like a uh, Surface Pro. Because it's retina. What's on the Surface Pro? Yeah. That's high DPI. But what is high DPI? Is it an arbitrary resolution or is it a... You're representing one pixel with four it's four okay. times the resolution you can so get how your is face close to it instead of seeing pixels you see detail it's like okay but how paper. is the okay but if if we're talking about pixel density then how is that different than like a 4k display just a, a generic lg 4k display or a samsung what size any size 27 inch well the size matters 27 inch that would be a low resolution high dpi display but apple doesn't make the thing see the thing is is that the biggest display you can get from apple is in the imac you can't they don't they're not in the display business yeah but they could easily get they could use that same display that's in the imac and make a monitor they're gonna have to when they release a new mac pro where they're just going to keep peddling those those shitty LG monitors as like a uh, as a solution. They're going to have to. I don't know. I'm putting my hands up. 
if they if they are coming out with a new Mac Pro, which at this point is well, the rumor is they'd have a display to go with it. Yeah, they'd have to. So there's a lot of rumors about 8K. Well, that'd be crazy. But I'm just saying that the pixel density of you're not going to get even if you want to go ultra wide. What? Okay, so what's the pixel density I, I on the LG ultra wide? I only was considering ultra wide because it's an interesting form factor, but I don't actually care about it. So it's if cool you were to get an extra, lots of stuff. So if you were to get an extra display, what would you get? Like a twenty-seven? Yeah, I mean, for now, I'm going to work on the single badass display, but I don't want. I don't want to have to deal with the support headaches that I read about on these LG displays or any other manufacturer's displays. It's overblown. What the the problems? Yeah. We have I have we've have, we've set up clients with Acer 4K displays and they're fine. They work great. I, yeah, but that's because you haven't needed support. But the support's terrible. Yes, but you don't it, have problems, so you have problems. You're going to regardless that you're going to have that problem with any display manufacturer if you have a pro- if you need to re- return it or get rma service i can just drive it down the street to the apple store yeah but they don't make displays when so, they make displays again i can just drive it down the street so are you're gonna so you're just gonna wait until then i don't know i'm just gonna use uh, what i have what i have what i have coming and then if there's smoke and there's some indication that there's an 8k display that they somehow are able to send over only 5k worth of bandwidth then i would consider it and if you look at the display port spec there is um something in display port 1.3 maybe 1.4 where they include compression and i don't know if it's lossy or lossless compression but that would let you fit an 8K signal into the bandwidth required for whatever DisplayPort 1.3 or 1.4 defines. Because currently there's not, there isn't enough bandwidth to do high resolution with high refresh rate. You can go up to like 5K at 60 hertz, and then you're out of bandwidth. Okay. Well, if what's Thunderbolt 3? What can that do right now? 40? Uh, I think which which display port standard uses 38 gigabits? Probably the newest. Let's see. Just consult the book of knowledge. I should actually be checking my levels. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Sound good to me. Uh, DisplayPort 1.4 on Wikipedia. Honestly, I think you sound better. Interesting. I could. This actually gives me more phantom power than my Fast Track Pro, which was really old. It's a lot more clear and crisp. Like, you usually have, like, back lots of, like, humming noises in the background or, like... That's because I don't have any fans running right now. Oh, okay. I'm risking the computer overheating in the middle of this. But I noticed my CPU loads down, like, one-third what it normally is. It looks like it's practically idle doing this. And I think that's just because I don't have the extra displays hooked up. Let's see. DSC, it's DisplayPort 1.4. V- 
visually lossless encoding technique up to three to one compression ratio. Wow. So you can do 4K at 120 hertz. Um, what else can you do? 8K at 30 hertz. That's still, I don't think that's enough bandwidth. That would suck. 30 hertz sucks. Yeah. It's not you, good. You couldn't drag a window around your screen without it looking like a slideshow. Right. 60 hertz is already slow. That's what I was saying. I mean, if, if I were you, I would use, what I would do is have your iMac display be your quote unquote nice display that you want to actually do work on. And then I would just offload all the other stuff that you just want to leave open, static stuff. Or if you want to play games, do all that stuff on the other display, which would be 120 hertz. Because if you're going to do a, if you're already set on doing a 27 inch, I would just go the whole thing and just go, go 120 hertz or 100, I'm sorry, 144 hertz, uh, you know, like a 2K display. They don't do 4K, 144 hertz yet. No, they can't. Um, there isn't enough bandwidth. Yeah. They can do 4K 2K in 100 hertz. They only have so much bandwidth. So if they push the frame rate higher, then they have to reduce resolution. And whatever the mix and match is, they'll come up with some equilibrium or they do like 110 hertz or something and 3K wide or something. So, yeah, maybe a 2K display off to the, you know, off to the side. I don't have a problem playing games on a $100 display. But you're not going to want to have a shitty $100 display sitting on your desk is what I'm saying. So you, you would still want something nice, but not, I don't know. Because I don't see the point of having a, another 4K display if you've already got a 5K display in front of you. Did you see that link that I sent to the CES, um, like the pre-announced LG displays that will be at CES that are supposedly updating or replacing the ones that they collaborated with Apple to make? No. and I didn't even know they collaborated. I thought they just made those and Apple was like, these are good enough. Supposedly they collaborated with Apple because Apple was like, you need to put a camera in here and you need to put speakers and a bunch of USB ports in the back. So when people dock into the Thunderbolt port, oh yeah, and the Thunderbolt port has to fucking charge the laptop, get to work. Why so didn't they, just Apple commission LG to make them a display then? That's effectively what they did. Yeah, but why not well, put it in a nice it. brushed aluminum enclosure? Apple they made will it as it. cheap as possible. It's yeah. flimsy, and the display is always crooked. And LG is not. They didn't known. shield it. Yeah, that's terrible. LG is not known for their um, the quality of their stands for their displays. They're pretty much all bad. Well, this new one would have... I don't even think they make a height-adjustable display. I think all of their displays are tilt-only. Uh, the one I'm referring to is height-adjustable. Adjust- I think you're thinking of their ultra-wides. I don't know. I But the new one's an ultra wide and then the 4K is 16 by 9. So 5K ultra wide <clears throat> with FreeSync. Well, that's cool. It means it can be overclocked to 75 hertz. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. But I don't think <clears throat> you would have the bandwidth to do that. 
It's all in the display. It's not the bandwidth. When you overclock a display, you're forcing it through the drivers. No, it's, it's the bandwidth. The display can go as high as it wants, but you cannot no. push 75 frames per second. You can't push 100. Let's just say 200 frames per second. You can't push that through the cable. If there's no, I understand that. Okay. But 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 what I'm saying is, is that the limitation, anything under 144 hertz, the limitation is for if as far as overclocking goes, is always the display itself. Case in point, there's a series of Dell monitors that any of the ultra sharp mo uh, Dell monitors you cannot overclock. They have DisplayPort 1.3. They have FreeSync. Some of them have G-Sync too. And you can't overclock them. They're just locked at either 60 hertz or locked at uh, 144 hertz for their G-Sync models. But they have another line of displays below the ultra sharps that you can overclock. So you can actually turn a shittier display into a better display in some cases. So Those Dell ultra sharps, though, I, I don't know if it's part of the reasoning but the dell ultra sharps are usually 16 by 10 too whereas the sub models of those are 16 by 9 could you lower the, do you think you could lower the resolution on a high resolution screen and then increase the frame rate i don't know that's why i said i think it's usually in the display like there's something that hard codes the ability to let you overclock or not and i have a feeling those lgs the, that 5k one that you're looking at probably doesn't but my lg I'm, i've got an ultra wide it's 2560 by 1080 it's a 29 inch and i've overclocked that to 75 hertz in some cases i could push it to 80 but it's not stable it's like the days of crts all over again it's kind of like that with oled technology too where you you aren't you're not guaranteed pixel perfect accuracy when you have these super high resolution displays like the iPhone 10 where you can't see the pixels anymore they just put as many as possible and none of the pixels line up with the with the uh the actual OLEDs on the the panel oh yeah it's kind of like the days of CRTs where I've noticed that it projects I, I it. on the iPhone 10 I noticed that I went into an Apple store uh last weekend and you know how it's super bright in the stores because of all the overhead fluorescent lighting they have in there that you hold the phone up and if you hold it in direct light you know how on iphone like all the iphones before it you could see the the it's like almost like a checkered display you know what, what's the word for it a the display type it's like yeah it's like a grid there you go and but the the, the iphone 10 you can't see that, but if you focus in enough on it, you can see dots. Like you could actually see little dots everywhere that are making up the display on it. I don't know how you saw it. They're like infinitesimal. No, you can, it's separate. noticeable. I I think there was an article on it too because some other people started noticing it. I think it was on Mac Rumors on the forums. So the days of that like pixel accuracy that we that we've only enjoyed with LCDs will go away once again, like the days of VGA and CRTs. If we end up with these pentile super high res panels, 
it's kind of a softer image in a sense. But there's no more pixels. They're too tiny. Right. In theory. I, Apple warns of iPhone 10 screen burn-in problems. Huh. People have that problem with their TVs. They're like $3,000 OLED TVs and they leave a game up and it burns their health into the screen. <laughs> That's funny. I would be very angry. I don't understand. What's the purpose of OLED on... I, I know it's supposed to be better, but in execution, how, how is it any better than an LCD when it comes to television sets? Pure black. And That's it. In each pixel can adjust its own brightness. So you have blacks that aren't even believable. Like they're just pure black. Like the display's off. The pixels are actually off. And then you can have hot spots on the screen that are just super blindingly bright. And I blue see. burns out. <laughs> so it's a trade-off. I don't know. It's like picking uh, a plasma. Plasmas this blue turn into white. I don't know what happens. Uh, if you lose blue in an RGB display, I so basically, it's color depth is just better. Maybe. Hmm. That because that was the thing with plasma too. Plasma had better color depth too. I remember uh, watching this a long time ago. It's probably almost 10 years ago now. I was at, at someone's house watching the Super Bowl and they had a plasma TV and it was kind of like when plasma TVs, like 2007, 2006, it's like when plasma TVs were like really big. And I remember how vivid just the colors would just pop out. Like the field was super green, like, and then LCD panels kind of took over after that and everything just looked washed, uh, washed out in comparison it almost looked like they're playing on astro turf versus real turf lcds were a lot cheaper to manufacture so they were easier to sell and people were more willing to buy a you know a 400 hundred dollar screen you couldn't make a 400 hundred dollar plasma plasmas were like flat crt technology their black levels can never really get that black either mm -hmm. and with lcds it cost a fraction of that they could cheat and put a polarizer on there. And when you're sitting dead on in the store, it looks like it's black. But as soon as you go off axis, you see that black level turn to like gray. And you can see all the compression artifacts and stuff. So if you have a, a couch to the edge of one of those TVs, it doesn't look very good. And I don't even think you can buy a real good high-end LCD TV anymore. I think yeah, you could still get plasma TVs. Really? Yeah. Panasonic makes them. How much? <clears throat> Let's see. The Pioneer. Uh, they killed them off a year ago, I guess. Or two years ago. Uh, they probably weren't good, good ones either. Everybody competes on price in that business. Except for maybe the OLED TVs now. They were the last ones to carry them. Wow. The old Pioneer Elites would be like 10 grand. Oh, yeah, I remember Pioneer. 
and they looked good. They had outboard uh, HDMI inputs. Pioneer is high, expensive stuff. They're like high end, like uh, DACs and stuff. I remember if you had like a when when we were in high school, like if you had a Pioneer. Uh oh, what? Oh, okay. I thought your your audio went out. I remember in high school if you had like a Pioneer amp in your car, like if, you had, if your car was modified, like you had a different amp in it and like a head unit, Pioneer head unit and like uh, uh or Alpine amp, you know, either one of those, like that was considered like top of the line. It's weird how companies like because I haven't I don't know I haven't seen the name Pioneer on any piece of electronics that I've worked with in the last like five or six years. Yeah, at it's least been a while. I think Denon took over the whole DAC market because they're way they're way more uh, with the times and they're cheaper. They have like Spotify integration and uh, Google Music integration, stuff like that. They're basically computers. I was thinking about getting one. Have you ever messed with those things? What? Digital digital audio controllers, or I think that's what it stands for, DAC. <coughs> Digital audio converter. What are you talking about? Describe. Uh, it. No, I'm, I'm using the wrong. They're 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 an audio interface. Uh, they're audio video. AV. I had the wrong acronym. Um. Uh, they're like head units for your TV that you put all your inputs through, and you control all of them through that. Like a TV tuner. Nah, they, what, what are they called? Audio, I just call them a tuner. Me now. I don't know. It's kind of, but it's not. AV rack. It's a switch. AVR. Is that it? Dean I know what you're AVR. talking about now. Yeah. yeah, it's an AVR. There you go. AVR. Yeah, they're anyway. like instantly obsolete. They're. No. They last it, longer well, than your TV, but they last like two TVs, and then the, the thing you use to plug everything in. It becomes obsolete. If you have a have legacy bandwidth. audio setup, then you have to use one. Meaning, if you have speaker wire going throughout your house. Yeah. Do you still have speaker wire everywhere? No, I don't. But I remember your old setup with the surround sound. That was awesome. I wired that to the roof, to the ceiling, uh, the uh, attic. Uh, I had speakers like, hanging from the ceiling. That that's room. a guaranteed way to make sure you leave your speakers behind when you move. I took the speakers down and I left the wire because you could buy the, the the wire super cheap. It's just that twisty. It looks like uh, like co- like copper wire, but it's not. It's like nickel or something. I'm waiting for those uh, the home pods. I could buy a pair of them or even one, and just wirelessly connect everything to it. I'm Goodbye, really skeptical Pioneer. about those things. I that's the most skeptical product I. Coming from Apple since the original iPad, since the original iPad, that's the Apple product I'm most skeptical about. I was wrong about the iPad, but th- this thing, I because I'm so cynical when it comes to Siri that I just don't. I don't think Siri. I don't the think big Apple. Point. 
the big. I don't think I, I don't think it's the big uh, deal here. The whole thing works through Siri. Siri is definitely. Uh, we'll see, but the thing that I care about is whatever AirPlay Two ends up being, because all of my devices can stream to that thing wirelessly. I don't need cords. That's cool. Cause yeah, I'll just see it as a device. It's, it's effectively a multi input audio system for your house or they should have TV. made that the, uh, they want to get really, you know, creative. They could have made that the new airplay express or the, uh, airport express. That would obsolete it faster though. Right now, if it is very speaker focused, like they're saying, they've applied software to speakers. To control the sound. Not software in the sense that every, all, all the switching, my Apple TV can output its sound to the home pod to be my home theater and any device in my pocket can play or my Apple watch can put audio music onto from any source onto the home pod. I don't have so to go it uses, to the tuner and wire it, it in, but does it use, because the way I understand how this thing works, is it's going to use software to send power to the speakers built into it based on what content you are playing. So if you're playing music, you probably don't need more than two channel audio. But if you're playing a movie or something like that, that has DTS, that's the other thing too. Does this thing support the formats? Does it support DTS and Dolby? Can it do all like pro logic? Can it do all of that from the Apple TV to that speaker? I don't know. I'm putting my hands up. Cause because this thing is supposed to emulate surround sound too. So uh, the way I understand, they said it mixes single point audio to sound like it comes from the left and the right. I don't know about surround sound. Uh, I don't know at the price point of that thing. I can't help but think that thing is going to be a flop because it's exp- It's ridiculously expensive for what it is. It's three times the cost four, no four times the cost of the most expensive echo device um it only works with apple devices 200 dollars. no you could get it on sale for 129 right now with their christmas offering of the the newest one that just came out like the top of the line one i think it's 129 um they it's i don't know it's a product that it only works with apple devices how do you get that thing? Is it just going to be a Bluetooth speaker if you're using a Android phone that you want to play music from? And what know. are you missing out? From I don't that? even know what like, AirPlay 2 is. All I know is AirPlay 1 was losslessly compressed audio piped, uh, well, not it, sent over the network, whether it was wireless or wired, with a crazy delay. That's all I know about AirPlay 1. People reverse engineered it. It was not at all obtuse. Like, it was pretty self-explanatory, so people figured out how to support AirPlay, and it was supported for over. Well, they open sourced. They didn't open source it, but no, no, no. But they, uh, they, someone created a fork of it 
Yeah, they for, reverse engineered it. Yeah, for, they supported it for ten years, more. Share play, that's what it's called. And hopefully they do that with AirPlay too. But I'm betting it's more advanced and does some peer-to-peer shit with Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. But we'll see. So DTS wouldn't matter in that case. It would be encoding it with something and then sending that to the the HomePod. But yeah, the problem is it's proprietary. The problem with the so Apple TV, not, while we're on... Oh, yes. I don't even want to talk about Sonos products. I hate them. They're well-made, but they're all networked, and the way they do the networking with them is horrendously bad, and the app is garbage to set them up. Um, the Apple TV... Have you noticed that the Amazon Prime Video app doesn't support surround sound? It doesn't even do 5.1. It only does two-channel audio. I didn't notice that. I Because I have a speaker bar set up without a bass, but it emulates bass. It's like a Vizio speaker bar that I've had for a decade. And I noticed when I played it on the, the Roku with the Amazon Fire or uh, with the Amazon Prime app on there, I got the full audio, but on the the Apple TV, it only does two channel. And so I looked it up on the forums, on the Macrobus forums, and it's I think it's Am- or it was Amazon's decision to only support two channel audio. I just, just knew I knew when they were gonna release that fucking app, they were gonna be there was gonna be some th- thing that Amazon was gonna do to stick it to Apple. Oh, after have you all used that time. It? it doesn't it doesn't respond when you use the interface. It's the worst app. I'm surprised they even let them produce it. It's pretty bad. I, I've just been Nothing using moves. it through the TV app. The TV. So you use the TV app and then you pull up that episode. Like so, when I was watching the Grand Tour, I would pull it up through the TV app first, and then it opens the Prime app from there. But it automatically starts playing the video. So it's like if you're just opening it from the TV app, you don't really have to work through the Prime app to experience oh. how shitty it is. Yeah, because it's so, garbage. Like, none yeah, of the buttons wiggle, so you can't tell which one you're selected on. You have to kind of... Um, it's like, why did this take so long? It's Is it static. This... It's a web page, basically. I don't it's, know. It's frustrating. Amazon probably couldn't figure out whether or not Apple needed Amazon or Amazon needed Apple. And it turns out they needed Apple. Yeah, well, they're Look not selling those Fire devices. They revise them faster than they can sell them i think they had with the kindle or the the alexa thing no well the original alexa they they've had since 2014 so three years is a good amount of time for them to update the original the original model the big cylinder one they added they had that piece of shit one was it the echo touch where you couldn't activate siri on it without holding a button on it it was the uh it looked like a. It was like it a was UE a boom. Speaker. Yeah. It looked Alexa. like a UE boom. Yeah, and it was that they completely killed that one off. I think they replaced that with the mid tier Alexa or Echo. I mean, the new one, the the one that has like the fabric looking stuff on the side of it. It looks cool. I've seen one in the store. Yeah. Um. I was thinking. Sorry, I was thinking of the one with the screen, where they were doing oh, that, that, that power play with show. Uh, Google, or maybe Google was doing it with show. Them. Yeah. Well, they got the Echo. Was it the Sphere now? Which is like, it's like a do- the Echo Dot, but it's got a little round display on it. Have you seen that one? Like a little portal from like a an old TV show, so you could do circular <laughs> video calls while you're having sex. 
That's what it's for, right? You just phone up your friend in bed and you just do a virtual high five. Echo Spot, that's what it's called. Um, Amazon, they're cranking these things out faster than they can actually... Channel, Nate, link to Amazon.com. Quality test them. Like, and, and make sure they're not buggy pieces of shit. Look at that thing. Circular screen. This reminds me of the... Uh, what was that thing that Kevin Rose liked? The bungee or something? Um, let's see. Pillow. Screen. <laughs> device i'm amazed you know the echo is a better device than the google home i know that from firsthand experience but i'm amazed that i bet you if you told the average person that the echo uses or alexa uses bing for its search results they probably wouldn't buy one like they market this thing as like you ask it anything and it'll give you any answer but it uses fucking bing for all of those search results. Talking about Alexa? Sorry. I'm trying to yeah. look up this stupid device. That's really the only selling point for the Google Home over Alexa, is over the Echo, is that it uses Google for search instead of Bing. It tends to work. All the Google stuff. Like, you can, ran, you can just say a phrase and say translate it into Korean... Yeah, and that's really cool. Google does some crazy, but the problem is Google's an advertising company, so that makes the whole relationship super creepy. Mm-hmm. And it it interprets whatever you said somehow determines that you wanted it in Korean. I know you just said that, but sometimes you know these stupid AI misinterpret things, and then it speaks Korean to you. It's pretty crazy, I've but it had... can't hear you most of the time because they only give it like two speaker or two microphones. Yeah, all my problems with the Google Home, because I, I got a uh, Google Home Mini. I don't think I've talked about that. Um, all my problems with that device come from its design, which is extremely poorly conceived, and that it doesn't really do anything that the Echo does. All it, it you can't you can't customize it at all. You can't call it whatever you want. Can't you know? teach it things like get uh alexa you can what is it called alexa um where it learns things there's a but there's a word for it you go like on amazon site and you teach it things you can't do that with the google home uh, the google home is just like this half-baked uh, uh com- com- competitor to alexa all and- these devices are they are gimmicks to get people to spend 50 to $150 for Christmas. That is the market that they're targeting. Yeah. Well, I they, think what I can not do with the Google Home... solve the home audio problem that Apple is. What I can do with the Google Home for $30, is which I what I paid for it, is pretty cool. I can turn my TV on and off with, with a Chromecast attached to it, which I've had for a while. Um... I can ask it anything and it'll just give me a, you know, an instant reply. Um, it's just that it's really fr- like the negatives are pretty much ex- like 50, 50 with the positives on it. It's just that it's a terribly designed device 
the audio, like you try and control the volume on it. You have to tap the sides of the speaker. You're tapping the fabric on the speaker and there's no indication where you're supposed to tap it. It's just like one side on the right. It's a round device, but only one side you could tap to turn the volume up and one side to turn the volume down. And you never know which side it's on at any time. <laughs> what? It's so poorly designed. The They had to actually modify the firmware because there was a security flaw in it where you could accidentally by touching it you could trigger the voice activation and it can listen to anything you're saying after you pick it up without saying hey google or uh uh what's the other one okay google one of those it's either one of those will wake it up is it listening to you right now could be it's in the other room my like, hearing uh, through the walls that windows one that was looking up shemales for you what's that one called Oh, Cortana. Yeah. Yeah, why doesn't, why doesn't Microsoft come out with a... You think they're in the hardware business. Why wouldn't they come out with one? They've been a ghost ship for like 10 years now. No, they, the Surface stuff, they've really been ramping up. And the Xbox. Com really? The Xbox? They just came out with a 4K one, the, the One X. True 4K. Supposedly. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I remember we talked about this, but we talked about the PlayStation, I think, and how they dynamically that one's pseudo for Yeah, that one's... Oh, they all but that came out over a year before. This this Xbox just came out like less than a month ago. I guess it's got some AMD chip in it that AMD developed specifically for it. The Vega? Something no, it's some horn. Uh, it's a let's check out Alex Jones while you look that up. It's called a Scorpio graphics processor. It's got 25, 2,560 cores. It's got a 12 gig memory, 12 gigs GDDR5. That sounds slower than the cards that they produce for a desktop. But I, I realize they're trying to read it, reach a 12 gigs price is point. a lot. For, for the Jeep video memory. It is. Um, That'd be like a Titan. Titan 5. Titan V. I think that has 12. It's 326.4 gigabytes a second bandwidth. Is that the maximum for PCI Express 3? I don't really want to look it up. I know that's a lot. Maybe that was the maximum for PCI Express. 6,001 gigaflops. 150 watt TDP. So six teraflops. It's more powerful than a relative performance. It's more powerful than a R9390X or a GTX 780 Ti. Well, it's just below a GTX 980. Those are all old cards. 
Yeah, a few years. But this is a system what? on a chip, though, so it's different. Oh, so there's a processor in there, too? Oh, yeah, they yeah, make the I, processor. I think so. Wow, so that is impressive, then. Yeah. All in one. Why is it GDR, GDR3? You'd think they'd use that... No, it's GDDR5. Or uh, 5. You'd think they'd use that HBM stuff. High bandwidth memory? Or maybe that is, and I just... I don't know what the term means. Are you going to buy one? You just bought no. the PlayStation, didn't you? No, I'm happy with the PlayStation. I didn't even get the 4K one. I'm I'm going to wait until... Because I'm not that big on consoles anyway. The only reason I got the PlayStation 4 is because there's some exclusives that Sony makes that I really like playing. There's no exclusives that would ever get me to buy an Xbox. And on top of that, Microsoft has made Windows 10 and the OS that runs on the Xbox One pretty much the same at its core. So I think from here on out, all first-party Xbox One titles are also going to be co-launched on Windows. Isn't that interesting? That's how they're going to strike back at Steam. Yeah. But it's such a small platform that it'll barely make a dent against Steam. Did you buy anything interesting I think in on many Steam cases, sale? I think in many cases, if you buy a game on Xbox, like if you bought one of the Forza games, the newest ones that came out on Xbox, you actually got the PC game with it. Like you could go into the Windows store and install the PC version. So in that case, it's like Steam too when multi-platform yeah. and buy the game. There, so they're to Microsoft would see that as a loss normally, but I mean historically they would never give you anything for free. But in this case, since the software distribution is practically free, it's more valuable to them to lock you into the Windows Store than to ever let you get access to a Steam game, because if you started building your Steam collection, you could move your Steam collection to another operating system. Right. But if you keep it in the Windows store, you can never leave Windows because you have too much money in their store that you got coincidentally by buying an Xbox game. Right. It's pretty smart. It's fucking dirty, <clears throat> but it's smart. Right. Yeah, I but really don't also trust these guys. at the same point though it's like if you've already got a good enough windows pc to play anything you would want to play on xbox then you also don't need to buy an xbox now but those ports those ports generally don't perform very well they're not as optimized that's for sure yeah yeah the halo ports that's why i've historically i've always liked the playstation console because like going back to like the playstation 2 because they always optimize like especially if they're first party games they always optimize them and they look really good like better than they should for the hardware that's that's running it like the god of war games are a good example of that yeah they have good breast physics and uh the that famous sex scene you showed me the textures are really good too i can't believe the stuff they put in those games yeah Oh man, I can't wait for the new one. It's an, it, they, they're switching to Norse mythology. It's an alternate version of Kratos uh, in Norse mythology, and he has like a son. And instead of using the the blades that are 
like they're chain blades that are fused to his flesh because he was like cursed or whatever. Now he has an axe and like he throws the axe and it comes back to him like Thor's hammer. It's pretty cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I think that's early next year when that's coming out. But yeah, the exclusives on PlayStation and just the way the, the development process, there's a lot of obscure companies that only develop for the PlayStation. Most of them are Japanese. Like, uh, well, actually, no, not anymore. Kojima was one of them with the Metal Gear Solid games. Um, and then Polyphony, who does the uh, Gran, uh, Gran Turismo games. How's the multiplayer so, on those Japanese games? Sony, they have their own online service now, so it's actually not that bad. Um, it's paid. It's like, I think it's like you can get a year membership for 30 bucks or 40 bucks. Um, but it's it's not bad. It's better than the it was when I remember playing on Xbox Live back in the day. I remember playing Halo on Xbox Live on the original Xbox. Halo 2, sorry, not Halo 1. Halo 1 didn't have online. Yeah, you had to use GameSpy. They had weird. a they had a PC version of Halo One that had online. Remember that? There was um, a way to use GameSpy and your Xbox, so you can create a game and join people. So you'd leave GameSpy open on your PC. You'd create a land game on uh, the X the original Xbox One with uh, the Ethernet cable plugged into your network I think not into the PC and then it was creating a tunnel it was, it was like a VPN and you'd be on a big LAN and other people that had their Xboxes with this GameSpy software running at the same time could join your game huh yeah I remember GameSpy I think they bought Mplayer did you ever use Mplayer like the letter M. Sounds familiar. That's super old. That's how you played Rainbow Six and Rogue Spear. And they got bought out. And then everything turned to shit on GameSpy. And it was harder to join games and stuff. But that was pretty cool. Because those games didn't have internet necessarily. So you had to use Mplayer. And route all your LAN traffic over whatever software they were using. Huh. And the whole thing ran in the web browser. I think. It was pretty much entirely a web page. They had voice chat back then. This is like 90, maybe 98. Because Mplayer was an officially supported part of Rainbow Six. So it had, be, it had to be 98. Yeah, that sounds about right. Maybe that was Windows XP. Maybe that was 2000. Because 99, you had like UT99, and that had online. Yeah. So on the Steam sale, did you buy another Steam controller for 30 bucks, or one of these Steam Links for 5 or anything like the that? The Steam sale just started today, didn't it? For the winter sale? I guess they have 90% off on the Steam Link and controller. Again, no, I've, I don't need another one. Would you recommend or not recommend a Steam Link? For, for how much? $5. Yes, for $5. <laughs> All hardwired 
for five dollars that's a good deal like if you wanted to play those side scroll oh yeah i wouldn't do anything yeah anything over wi-fi in the steam link is garbage so use yeah if you're going to do it hardwired then yeah for five bucks it's worth it all this means is they're going to come out with a new model like in january probably they're going to probably be capable everything. of running custom resolutions and stuff like that above 1080. It'll probably be able to decode super high quality video, like some H.265 stuff that your GPU just encodes effortlessly. For five dollars, so you can't you can't lose. But what's the shipping though? That's the question. Are you going to have to pay twice the cost of the item and shipping? Uh, mine already shipped. I don't know. I could look, oh, but you already I don't bought one. Sign in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was one for Thanksgiving. Five dollars, super cheap. I don't know if I paid shipping. I don't remember. Titan Quest Anniversary Edition, three ninety nine. Buy that. Surgeon Simulators on sale. It's like one or two dollars. You can get lawbreakers for 15. But can you take the organs out of Pre- President Trump? Or <laughs> should I say, put them back in? I don't I know. It. I want to play Surgeon Simulator on my Steam Link with my Steam controller. Drink beer and laugh. <laughs> I'm going to try and put an alien back together. Do they have Cuphead on sale? Is that an Xbox exclusive? What was that story on Mac Rumors where somebody released a? Uh, it's version? Microsoft. It's Microsoft exclusive. Yeah. No, oh, it had an iOS one. Yeah. That's too bad. They just came and scooped up that perfectly good game and restricted the platforms. Yeah. I'm sure the whole thing is just like an embedded Flash player. Or do you think it actually has better graphics than that? Um, yeah, no, I think it has better graphics than that. I don't know how iOS could run it. Seriously? I mean, it smoothly, I guess is what I'm saying. Cause what that, would slow it down? Cause there's 3d stuff in that game too with it. I don't know. And I don't know how optimized it is either. I've never actually looked at the, the, recommendations for the hardware to run it it looks like it's visually intensive even though it's 2d for the most part oh i thought you owned it no i do own it it runs fine on my machine i'm just saying i don't know how it would run on ios i would think it would run fine you can do uh markerless 3d uh positioning with augmented reality and map a full multiplayer game on a desk with dynamic sounds. Full AR while ingesting like 4K video onto the sensor. I think the phones can pretty much outperform a lot of desktop computers. Yeah, depends. What about your iPad? Yeah, that thing that's a beast, so that'd probably be fine. 
What do you, you think the four, performance differences? Four gigs of RAM. That's what a lot of people's desktop machines have still. And 120 hertz. Lots of motion on that screen. Yeah, even though I think the video in that game is reduced to 24 hertz to give it like a cinematic effect. Well, the animation is to look like a cartoon. So that's, I don't know. Yeah, 15 or 20 FPS. But the background or it's a mix of 60 FPS smoothness, like the way the character moves across the screen. But then like the battle motions are, they're supposed to look hand animated and jerky. But the characters move smooth across the screen. That's what gives it that weird effect. Did you go somewhere? No. Yeah, I... I don't know. I need to look up what the specs are for that. Or what the recommended specs are. Let's just go. Alright. I want to whoop some more ass and... Actually, I have to get going. I'm going to be going out of town in a little bit. Bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. Bringyourwallet.com slash contact slash donate to share the show and support the show. Buy us a Christmas gift. See you next week. Sayonara. Happy New Year.